like uh, that Saturday Night Live skit. Welcome to An, An Awakening, Awakening to Love. love. <laughs> oh, that's cute. That's adorable. I like it. Adorable. I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, how are you? Janine, by the way, is her name? Pretty good. Tired. Yeah. And overwhelmed and sad mm-hmm. after the craziness of this week. Yeah, we've we have a lot going on. Um, I've been painting a lot, which that's not why I'm sad though. Gr- <laughs> which is great and also well. has negative sides to it. Mm. Um, we have family coming in in a, in yeah. what a week, a week and a half week for and a half. wedding. Mm-hmm. For a wedding, uh, many of them are staying with us, which is awesome. Uh, but we're in a mad dash to get some things done. Get some things done around the house. Um, and our son is having his senior pictures taken. Senior today. pictures taken today, but so also adorable. on Tuesday of this week. Wednesday. Wednesday of this <laughs> week is it Wednesday? Mm-hmm. Wednesday of this week. He's having his little um, virtual. Graduation, which at this point is virtual, but they're telling us ish because we can go to it. We can go, yeah, with masks on. Yeah, so that's kind of big right now. And then, of course, just something COVID is still around, quarantine is still around, although it does seem to be loosening up a bit. Um, And then, of course, this week, just everything with um, George. Floyd. Floyd. I don't know why I was thinking Murphy for some reason. It's weird. Um, George Floyd and then all of the riots and protests and just things going on. We're, we're here in Nashville and we, like, I don't typically think of Nashville as being one of those cities to have that kind of a thing. And we, this this weekend had some we pretty. I mean, fires in the courthouse. Yeah. Setting fires to our courthouse downtown and, um. And other stuff where Janine's from in Buffalo has been happening and can, is there's plans for more um, Atlanta, Minneapolis, of course. And so <clears throat> just crazy. a lot of emotions yeah, running around for, for us right now and uh, for a lot of the country really. Mm-hmm. And it's something that, you know, we, Janine and I are white mm-hmm. and wouldn't even begin to pretend to understand right. what it might be like to live um, in America or, or wherever in the world. Um, but especially America with the history that America has with our African-American friends. And we have African-American family mm-hmm. because my sister adopted three children, one from yeah. Haiti and two from New York. Right. So obviously we adore them and love them. Yeah. But it's, but it's, um, I'm pretty intrigued and also, um, I need, I need to do more work. I think like I, I, I would, I would certainly say I am not racist. Like I don't have a racist bone in my body. And yet I've seen it said that if you're white, there is some, there is some kind of racism and it might be so mild that you don't really call it racism. And I'm like, Oh man, I, I, I truly and sincerely hope that's not true. Right. Um, but the fact is I'm not African American. I don't have the history, uh, the American history that our African American friends do and all the uh, just terrible stuff that 
No, we have no idea what it, what it would feel like. Yeah. We've just never had to go through that. And the other thing is I've read, you know, like about we might, you know, you may not think you're racist, but if you're silent, you're still, mm-hmm. in a way, you're still like, you're not you're not putting a voice to it and you're not saying that you're against racism. Right. Like you're just silent and that's not doing anything either. So we need to be doing something else. Yeah, but then I, I just don't know that not being silent means, you know, sharing the Instagram story post. No, like, no. okay, we can all do that. Um, so, you know what? I just, I don't know. I, I No, actually, I was thinking, you know, we were going to get on here and and ask our African-American friends to give us feedback mm-hmm. if they happen to listen to this podcast because we want to know what else we can be doing, what we shouldn't be doing, what we should be saying, what we shouldn't be saying mm-hmm. because we don't know. Yeah, because even with best intentions, there's a lot of things that we could say that it's like, yeah, that's not helping. Right. Um, so we would love to hear from you on that, um, but our <clears throat> hearts are are broken and saddened and... Um, I mean, yeah, the the protests and the things getting out of hand—that's that's not good. Um, but really, more than anything, for um, George and his family, like that's just and the other family unimaginable that, that it's happened. Oh well, yeah, sure. We're talking the about the specific and, yeah. story, but current I mean, story, but yeah, there's yeah. been other recent ones. Sure. Um, so yeah, just a lot going on that directly affects us and then other things that kind of indirectly affect us and so uh i guess now that we talk about it's a little bit of a heavy yeah (laughs) heavy time we've been busy and so maybe we haven't really you you've probably processed it because you always process it um i probably haven't really processed it because i get busy and that's how i stay away from the processing and which is a good segue to what we're going to talk about really Mm. escaping your reality well it's kind of what you do. Well. <laughs> it's kind of what I don't I, do. I don't know how to do, really. We um, we wanted to talk a little bit about uh, self-care today. Mm-hmm. And I know that's kind of, a, I guess, a, a buzzword of sorts and maybe even, maybe even a trigger word for a lot of people like... Like, it might be a trigger word of, of like, oh, self-care, yeah, blah, 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 blah. Um, but we wanted to talk about it because it is extremely important. It's ex- extremely valuable. Uh, and especially as it, as it relates to um, being in a relationship. Because we've, we've briefly mentioned self-care in a, in a podcast previously, but... We wanted to kind of devo- devote a little bit of time to it in this podcast, um, especially as it relates to how you are in a relationship. Right. Yeah. So, Janine, just tell me, tell us, in general, you in, in your training with Laura as and getting um is it licensed? That's not the right word. It was a certification. Certification. Uh, Self care was a was a huge tenet of that so tell us a little bit about self-care what it means yeah I mean I think growing up we would have been taught that self-care was selfish and almost like you're not supposed to do that in a way like you're supposed to put other people right in front of you which really is not healthy she always gave Laura Doyle who wrote The Surrendered Wife which she changed it to 
to be called the empowered wife, which is better. Mm. And I think people received that title a lot better. Um, It really is an empowering thing what she teaches because uh, self-care is, well, it's like I said, I think we were taught that it wasn't good or that you shouldn't. I don't know, not 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 that you shouldn't take care of yourself, but it, somehow it was backwards that you should be taking other pe- taking care of other people first. Right. I think that was the thing that mothers did. But well, the it's problem, like the definition of joy. Remember, we always taught that. What? Jesus, others, yourself. Oh, yeah. And the problem is she always gave the example of like, you know, if you're on a plane and they tell you to put your oxygen mm-hmm. mask on first so that you can help the other person. Right. That's kind of makes sense because if you don't, you're going to be dead mm-hmm. and you can't help anybody. So the whole thing was about, I mean, the whole point is to be taking care of you first, and it's not selfish to do that. And in order to love the people around you, you need to be taking care of you. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there were so many times I would say through the years of you and I being married and especially having small kids that I'd feel so stressed out. And then I, my natural response tends to be, of course, to point the finger or to say like, well, you're not helping me do this or you're not what da 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 And it ultimately comes back to something going on with me. It's Mm. not really about you. It's about me. And one of the things that she taught me about that was if you're pretty much, if you're annoyed with your husband or you're wanting to point the finger or whatever, it's because you are lacking something. And Mm. usually she would say it's self care. Like you have not had any time for yourself. You've been running yourself into the ground or whatever. And she teaches just a simple thing about like take time every day to do three things for yourself. And it doesn't have to necessarily be exercising that's, Mm -hmm. like, good for you, but have it be something you like. It doesn't have to be a spa day every day. But it would literally, like, one of my things, which we don't have a bathtub right now, so that's a real bummer. That's I'm lacking in that. But that was one of the things I loved was taking a bath. It was just, like, my time to relax and unwind Mm -hmm. and take care of me, which now, obviously, I mean, I can do that with the shower. But it's, Mm -hmm. like, you know, something that you enjoy that relaxes you or whatever, or even is just fun, reading you know, um, for me is something that's relaxing. So she just encourages you to do three things a day to take care of yourself. And that's specifically to women, but I still think it's important for men to do. And you obviously, well, I say obviously to us, not necessarily to the people listening, but self-care is a struggle for you. And part of that is because, well, I, I'm probably more naturally selfish in a way and you are not, but you know, you can say one's good or bad or one's worse than the other, but the reality is if you're not taking care of yourself, again, that's going to affect the people around you and you. Yeah. I mean, I think it could be said that not giving yourself that self-care on a somewhat consistent basis is more selfish than not doing the self-care. Because mm-hmm. basically... I, one reason for me, and this is what I've, I guess, identified is certainly my family was very much like um, put others first, help, help out, help someone with this. Both your parents are very helpful people. Great. Like, that's <clears throat> a great quality. No one would like dog that. Right. Um, but it was very much that. But also, I think it's even like a Midwestern thing. Like, yeah. it's, 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 you, the honor is in not focusing on yourself. Like the honor comes from from looking around, what do people need, 
making sure everybody's comfortable, making sure everybody else is this, everybody else is that. Um, and it was almost like um, the the noble thing to do was to put your needs and mm-hmm. things that um, you needed aside because other well it's selfish to take care of your needs and when other people have needs that you could help them with right um so i do think it's a very midwestern thing as well um and then my my family is just very much like that and i think it's selfish in the sense that to not to not have some type of self-care is selfish because self-care not doing self-care tends to be like I do, I do, I do, I do for you. Mm-hmm. I do for you, I do for you. I I help you, I help you. Oh, man, that's so awesome. What a guy. And then I literally have nothing. And so what I think, I'm just making this up on the fly. I don't know if it's right, but it feels right. I think that what happens is you can have this reputation as a nice guy. He'll do anything for you. And that's great. But then emotionally, there's just, it's like, there's nothing to tap into because I'm not, I'm not replenishing. I'm not doing anything for myself emotionally. Mm. So if I'm doing this and doing that, and I'm taking care of that for you and taking care of that for that person, um, and just not giving any devoted time to kind of recharge myself emotionally, and that does then kind of filter into my energy, my. Um, Physical, even like physical yeah. things and all of it. Well, and I think that it, to me, it communicates something to yourself also, whether or not you know it, that you're communicating it. It it seems like it communicates that you're not worthy of it, mm-hmm. that you don't need it, that it's not. Yeah. And that, and certainly you could view that as a pride thing. Like, I don't need that. I'm good the way I am. I mean, I don't really think that's you, but I think certainly some people could view things like that. But yeah. eventually you end up burnt out. And, or like, holy crap, I have nothing left to give. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, so then it is selfish because now you can't give to your family. You can't even give, I mean, you can't give to anybody really in that sense because you have not filled yourself up with whatever it is you need. And that may, may, may be physical exercise, that may be um, spiritual, yeah, emotional, meditation, prayer, whatever it is. Um, and or it literally could just be, which I think for you is one of them, is just having fun, mm-hmm. like golf, which you love, but you never do. Like that's like you've got to figure out a way to schedule it into right. your life to figure out how to make it happen because it does it gives you life in a way that then helps you probably in a way go back to work and go, okay, now I can work this week because I did this and it was fun mm-hmm. and I don't know, I think it would be like remotivating to go back into your daily routine. I think um, maybe one way to think of self-care is kind of like on a smaller scale, the same feeling you get from going on vacation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which we desperately need. Well, we need that too. (laughs) Um, But I think Mm. it's like a microcosm of that. Like on vacation, for the most part, I'm not saying everyone does this, but if you have... The rest thing. If you find the strength and willpower to literally turn things off which mm-hmm. i typically don't have a problem doing if we're on vacation i'm like okay right. cool if you do that you're you're literally on vacation you're living in the moment whereas when you're working when you're in your day-to-day life a lot of times i think we it's easy for us to get caught up in um 
worrying about the future. Mm -hmm. So it's like, well, I got to do this and I got to do this because then this happens. So this, then this won't happen. And now I need to do this. And mm -hmm. if I don't do this, that's not going to be right. And blah, blah, blah. And on vacation, it's like, Shh. yeah, it's well, in a way it's, it's self care, but I, I feel like in a way it's like pretend, pretending you're not living your reality. So you're like, and depending on your reality, like ours has been pretty stressful. So I guess that's why I'm like, Oh, to be able to go away and pretend the stress isn't there. Yeah. It would be really nice, but it's also hard for me to do because I know the stress is what I'm coming back to. <laughs> but in a way, sure, you, it could be seen as pretending it's not there. But in a way, that's kind of what living in the present moment is. Yeah. Like you're accepting this moment for what it is. And man, how awesome would it be to be able to live from that posture without having to be on a beach to do it? Mm. Yeah. Like accepting a more for what it is, not like what you wish it would be or what it could have been. But like, man, this is I I'm in this moment. It is what it is. I think I felt like we did that pretty well with the quarantine. Yeah. You know, especially the first because obviously like where we live, it's, things have opened up. I think we're in phase two. And so it's not like it was when it first happened. But I think for the most part, we went, OK, well, mm -hmm. you know, the. The gift of this is we get really a lot of time together, a lot of time with our kids. You're not necessarily having to go off to work, although you did work some when people needed you. Yeah. And, um, you know, even even knowing because of the kind of work that you have, we didn't know for sure. I'm like, well, will we have money? Um, because your your work is very, I mean, as a painter, it's like... The you, paint work, yeah, yeah. You might get jobs and you might not. So, but I think that I actually felt I was thinking about that the other day and thinking, I feel like we really did that well in the sense that, I mean, I didn't feel like we were stressing. Mm -hmm. It was like, you know what? We don't, we clearly have no control here. So we just have to hope that, you know, we get through. Yeah. Obviously it helped having a stimulus check that got mailed yeah. and things like that. But, um, but you also, that helped everybody, I think, put things in perspective and you go, well, we're living in a house. We're safe. We're healthy right now. Yeah. And we have each other. And so I think it was a really it forced us to, I feel like, really embrace the moment and mm -hmm. go, we're making some extra memories here, a lot more time with our kids we wouldn't normally have. And, um, you know, I I think we actually handled it pretty well. Sure. Yeah, I mean, that that is kind of what the positive side of this quarantine, quarantine thing is, is that there was there was a little bit of like hey we're all this is a this is like we're all in this so mm -hmm. it wasn't just like our family you know what i mean like that would have felt completely differently yeah um it's like no this is everybody not even america like this is the whole world mm -hmm. living like this and so there was i think there was a little bit of like um well it was definitely encur not encouragement but something there was something that was like you know what we're all dealing with this it was definitely a slowing down, like you were saying mm -hmm. before. Like it was definitely like, okay, let's all take a deep breath, and yeah. we're basically being forced into a rest season in a sense. Now, not uh, not everybody, because there were certainly nurses and doctors and people working and doing all that, and unfortunately, they didn't get to experience that part of it. But for the rest of us who weren't doing that as a job, mm -hmm. it was very much a forced rest, almost like a forced Sabbath, right? Extended period of time. That it was kind of like, you know, you can do with it what you want. Either stress and go crazy or enjoy it and, you know, 
Right. Obviously, people that live alone, that would be. I think it would have been much harder. Like we had the luxury of the fact that we had each other and our children. For people that are living alone, I think it was very hard. Yeah. Luckily, we have social media to keep people connected. But yeah, it was kind of like everybody had to kind of be forced to. In a weird sense, you could even, I mean, yeah, like a self-care thing. Like, you know what? Let's stop and pause. Yeah. Let's rethink uh, everything and really realize what really matters. And, you know, see, like, I think like we're all hoping that it's going to change the way mm-hmm. the world is going forward. Right. Although right now the world is kind of going mad. So I don't know. Yeah. I think one <clears throat> thing that's important as you practice self-care is is the awareness piece as well. Mm-hmm. I, in other words, self-care, I think, needs to have a, an, like an intentional thing to it. So in other words, sometimes you can be like, oh, I'm going to do this so I can get away from, mm-hmm. unfortunately, like, you know, in moments, like, I just need to get away from my spouse or get away from my kids. And it's like, it's almost like self-care to... Then it is kind of like diverting away from negative stuff when it's probably all about you, most well, likely. Yeah. And so I think there's an awareness piece that says, I'm going to intentionally do these things because it's, it is truly good for my soul. Right. Like, and then say, if I'm going to read a book, say I'm going to go read a book for an hour and not just read a book, but be like, this is why I'm doing this. Mm-hmm. I'm re- I'm I'm sitting down. I'm being quiet. I'm reading something I enjoy. And and so I don't know. It just seems like there should be an awareness piece to that of, um, of intentionality. Like this is why I'm doing this. I'm not just, I'm not just trying to escape. But yeah. I'm but I'm but I am escaping, but with intentionality. Yeah, I will say I think that. Also for mothers that were home during all of this, and especially the mothers of little kids, self-care was probably very difficult during this season because you are literally taking care of everybody else or making everybody's food or right. the parents that are having to homeschool and doing all that. The I think a lot of mothers especially are going to need self-care after the quarantine thing is over to be able to go away right. to replenish oh and gosh. have rest. But, um, yeah, I... Uh, I was trying to think if I answered you thoroughly when you asked me that, but I can't remember now. Oh, well, I mean, it, I think with self-care, and, and I, I understand that that is not a term that's like that we're coming up with or like a new idea. Right. I'm, I'm sure almost everyone listening to this has heard that and has even tried to implement, implement that in their lives. Well, I've heard negative things about it too, though, where people yeah. say, oh... It's not about you. It's about God or whatever. And I'm like, okay, well, that's not the point. I mean, like the point is there's a rea- reality. I mean, even Jesus took self-care. Right. <laughs> like, uh, but, but seriously, we didn't yeah. grow up hearing that. We, it, you know, there's so much about serving others and serving God and serving others and serving in the church and serving and doing ministry and helping others and whatever that e- I know so many people in ministry and things like that that were so burnt out because they didn't do that right. or they didn't take care of their families or themselves and ended up in really bad places. And the reality is we go back to even who Jesus was and he took time for himself because yeah. he knew he needed it. Well, and that's the thing too. The The daily routine has the potential to just totally kill you. Yeah. Like it, it can be so easy to be like, here's what my day looks like. 
I get up, have to have my coffee before I can talk to anybody. <laughs> um, do my That's ritual. Self-care. Right. <laughs> do my ritual of getting ready. Go to work. Do that. Come home. Maybe maybe attend to a couple of house things. Eat dinner. Watch some TV. Go to bed. Mm. Do that again tomorrow. Do that again the next day. And then it's just the the routine can just it can self intentional self care can I think be extremely overlooked mm. and easily. Um, and I and I like I think of I think of it being intentional and having an awareness piece to it because like. You you could say oh you know watching TV for me is 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 kind of like self care because I I get to kind of shut down but there's lots of times that I watch TV and I don't I don't think of it as self care it's right. just like an escape it's like and then I'm like is that what's that really doing you know right. when when does that become just laziness and avoiding life right um, and so that's why I think there there is an intentional piece to the self care not just um, yeah, and I would say that's why even fun yeah. is intentional. It's like it's yes. important to have fun. It's important to laugh. So let's say, I mean, you could say that as a show. That the, there's a show you love that's hilarious that just makes you laugh mm-hmm. and it's fun to watch with your spouse or whatever. Like, I, yeah, that's fine. But I, I think it can't just be that. It definitely has to be more. But yeah. I do think those are important things. Um, I know that that was another thing that Laura Doyle would say, I think was, um, she would have us make a list of things we just enjoyed doing. Mm -hmm. And that could be a part of your self care, or again, just a part of making sure that you add that into your life because we tend to not do that. And even as women and mothers, a lot of times we don't even ask ourselves like, wait, what, what do we enjoy? I haven't asked myself that in years. I don't even know. And some of it's trying to figure that out, but how important it is. And one of the things that I learned was how important it was that I needed girlfriends like that I couldn't just have mm-hmm. a husband and a best friend that was my husband but I needed to have you know an outlet other places of women that I could talk to and right. obviously you weren't going to understand some things because you're not a woman and so um that for me I would say really is a self-care thing too is is being intentional about other relationships yeah there's just yeah there there are conversations that I mean I'm happy to try to have mm but I'm not going to totally be always be able to go there with you. Like, no. so no, like, if like it's you're like not going to celebrate a bargain that I found at a store, right. probably not. I got this. It, it's originally $45 and I got it for 35 and I'm just like, yeah, Oh yeah. Well, I would have found a better deal than that, well, but probably. yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you've and had like, to- no, seriously. I got, t- I got two of them for $10. But you've had to learn, oh, especially okay. even having girls, because the girls do the, well, especially the one who's like me, comes home and likes to show you all the stuff she found, too. Right. Some of that is just, we're excited about it, so we want to show you, but yeah. But yeah, it's not a thing guys typically relate to. Right. Well, and even girls just love the drama of things, and even if it wasn't something that, like you and our girls, at times it wasn't even something necessarily that involved them, but they're, you know, you just talk about, oh, mm-hmm. this happened, and she said this, and this guy did this, and it's like... I mean, can you believe he said that? I was like, yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I don't know. I don't really care. Probably not the smartest thing to say. Yeah, but can you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stupid, I guess. It's dumb of him to say that. Hmm. And I just, and so that, like I want to, I just, it doesn't always hit home with me like it would another girl. Mm-hmm. 
so true. So true. And I've and I'm around three girls. I'm there's three girls in our house and two two of us fellas. Mm-hmm. And so I've had to learn how to at least hang in the conversation, even though I'm thinking, well, I don't see why this is such a big deal. Mm-hmm. Now, part of that's being a guy, but part of it's my personality too. Like yeah. nothing's a big deal. Yeah. Nothing is a big deal to me. No, that's not true. <laughs> How much easier would life be, though, if just nothing was a big deal? Oh, gosh. And you would say, and boring. Mm, big time. That's <laughs> so what I'm worried about when my kids leave the huh. house. I keep saying, oh, no. I keep looking at them going, what am I going to do if it's just daddy and I? Because, uh... Like, am I going to have any, like, how am I going to talk to anybody about anything? (laughs) First of all, (sighs) I've been getting made fun of a lot lately, and it's probably because of quarantine, and we're just around each other all the time. And he's getting old. No, that's not it. Are we going off the self-care subject? I mean, mean, kind of. But it's about this, they're like, oh, my kids, right in front of me, like, I'm in the room. (sighs) Oh, his jokes are just getting worse (laughs) and worse. Yep. And embarrassing. And like, you guys understand that if it's like a cheesy, really like over the top dad joke, I'm probably doing it on Yeah, but we don't purpose. always know for sure it anymore. Is every time. <laughs> I need the benefit of the doubt here. Uh, and and usually I'm very tongue in cheek with it. Like I know that's stupid and I said it anyway to make you guys. It's the fact that you mad. don't laugh. Like, so then I'm like, is he serious? Like, is that really supposed to be funny? Because it was so dumb. We're all worried. It. We're all worried. You guys don't get the comedic genius mm-hmm. right behind literally everything I say ever <laughs> hmm. <laughs> so anyways that's I, I blame it on quarantine I blame it on um, blame them just being around yeah, blame yeah. it on, oh it won't fit I was thinking it was, I would think quarantine would fit hmm. blame it on COVID 19 <laughs> No. Whatever you do, don't put the blame on you. Blame it on COVID nineteen. Yeah. Mm, that's a dumb song. <laughs> we lip synced it. Just that's like hilarious. We totally got right. off subject. Yeah. Well, I think I think we hit the point though. Yeah. And that is, I'm not saying self care solves every single problem in your marriage. But often, I think when... It will solve the problem of pointing the finger and being angry, probably at the other person about all the things you wish or wish they did do or didn't do most right. of the time if you stop and go, wait a minute, right. what's going on with me? And again, the thing I loved about Laura Doyle, too, that you would always tell me was all of her teaching was based on if you are married to a person who is a good person. Right. Obviously... When there's abuse, whether it's mental or verbal or, or physical or whatever, that's not where these principles apply. Right. That's a totally different story. But if you're married to a, to a good person who, in general, loves you, wants the best for you, all that stuff, then these principles can be applied. Right. And so if there's, if there's like a uh, pattern of, you know, he or she never does this, he or she won't. I need him to do this. I need this. And he doesn't do this the right way or she doesn't. If, if you sense that pattern and maybe you're one, maybe you're depending on your personality, you may not necessarily express that. 
uh, or you may express everything that comes to mind, but it doesn't matter if you're thinking it, then it's probably a good indicator that you need to step up your intentional self-care game. Hmm. Yeah. I think that's the general, again, that's just an, something we've experienced and we've watched it work. Well, um, and it's also if you have some self-awareness because that's the other thing. I mean, I could do all the self-care in the world, but if you have zero self-awareness about anything, yeah, then I might be like, I have done so much self-care and he still is huh. clueless or he still well, you know is living in this bubble <clears throat> of whatever. Like, so yeah. You know it's, what it is? It's like, obviously the lack of self-care the results of that are different for everyone too. Right. So I would say, and maybe you agree with your personality. If you have lack of self care, it tends to come out as like, you're annoying. Yes. (laughs) What? You still haven't, you don't, you don't do this. You don't do that. But I almost wonder if that's typically a female thing anyway, just a little bit. It depending, I guess on your role at home, because I was going to say when you're, the one that feels like you're doing a lot of the stuff at home. Right. That's probably typically why we would turn and go, oh, you haven't helped me do this, and you haven't helped me do that, that kind of a thing. And my lack of intentional self-care, I think, comes out as... Yeah, what does your... Shut it all down. Like... But what is your your lack of self-care toward me, then? Like, does it make you like, oh my gosh, I'm sure like she's driving me nuts. She won't stop asking me to do this, that, and the other. Like naggy kind of a thing, probably. Do you think well, that yeah, way when, when you... you're not having self-care at all? Like, oh, sh- like, do you feel, or is it literally, you don't point the finger, you just go internal of like, I'm just going to pretend nothing's yeah, happening. No, right. Denial, basically, is I don't, what you I do. Don't, I rarely have thoughts of like, you don't do this and you don't do that and you never hmm. blah 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 that's good because i mine's that's typically I'm just doing like everything. <laughs> mine's typically more like hmm. mind melt like if i don't if i don't attend to my emotions in a self-care hmm. type of way then i'll just put it on cruise control yeah that's so crazy the way oh, how weird. different men so and women's different. brains are i just couldn't do that i would end up having if a, I was meltdown. a true psychologist i could probably really get to that but no, if I don't take care, so if I don't, well, if I you, don't tend to my, okay, here it is. Is it because you, if I don't tend to my emotions through intentional self-care, then I don't attend to any emotions, uh, yours, mine, bingo. anyone yep. else's. That is so true. And if you don't attend to your self-care, then your, what are your, so what does that do to your emotions? <laughs> minor heightened and all over yeah, the place. Yeah, heightened, that's a good word. But I do wonder if that if that depends on true, the way. Though. Yeah, if but I get good self-care. You're you're your Oh, well, well, really react, like my anxiety, I would say in a way goes up goes or something. Up. Yeah, but I often like I wonder is that my personality or is a it little a, bit. is it a female trait? Probably to some degree could be. Mm. Or again, does it depend on your roles? in the home of what's happening in your world, like in that, like, I guess your role in the relationship, because we, I certainly know women that are more like maybe what some people would say men in, in being Uh like you emotionally and then vice versa, men that are more emotional like women. So so I don't think you can really say that. Um, that's true, but that's interesting because it just makes me think, Oh, I thought of something when you were saying that and I lost my train of thought. 
Um, I tend to, if I don't tend to my own emotional health, then you don't tend to anybody. As you said, uh, I, I'm not aware really of anyone else. Like, I, I, or oh. I, or I am, but I don't. You know. I think what I was thinking was so how. So what would be the proper response or question or whatever of me or a wife or what? I mean, I guess with you and your personality, it would just be specific to me. What would be the correct thing to say when I am feeling like you're emotionally checked out? Because I've certainly expressed that many times and I don't know that you necessarily respond well in the moment of me saying that because it's probably a feel. it probably again goes back to looking like I'm pointing the finger at you or like needing something from you or mm-hmm. nagging or whatever. So what would you say is the best way to communicate? Hey, I'm like, do you want me to say, Hey, I'm feeling emotionally abandoned. Like what is the best way to respond of, Hey, where are you? What's going on? Because I feel like you've checked out. I mean, I've I th- said I th- that I guess before, but that's a good question. I think it would, I think it would be somewhere along the lines of, Hey, I feel like, or Hey, how's your self care? Well, (laughs) even something like I feel, I feel like I have a lot going on in me that's unsettling Mm -hmm. and it doesn't feel like you're really there for me. I'd be like, oh crap. Would you really respond that way? Yeah. Oh "Oh, man. Cause that, 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 that way for me. And again, even, even explaining this seems ridiculous because really why can't I just it's all ego, which is so annoying to me. Um, the fact that, hey, say this in a certain way so that I receive it. It's like, it's so all ego. Right, but it's definitely the way we um, are when it uh, comes to it communicating. Me sometimes. Um, but no, I think I- any way that doesn't feel attacking to me is, and attacking is such a strong well, word yeah. because... it's And I the word I would use would be nag because... I think that typically can be how women can come across. Now, like Laura Doyle would say, express a desire. Don't, she would like, we're probably like you're saying, you would respond well to that if I said, hey, I really have a desire to connect. Even if I was like, hey, I really have a desire to connect emotionally and I feel like I don't really know where you are. Yeah, I think you'd respond differently to me than if I said, hey, what's your problem? (laughs) Yeah, and, and, and I think a lot of times when, in the scenarios that I'm thinking of, and maybe you're thinking of different ones, but the scenarios I'm thinking of, sometimes the way that your um, expression of emotions comes out. Tone. Well, yes, mm-hmm. tone, but also it feels very much like, and this could just be my perception, it feels like you're not, you never do this. You don't do that. What and you're did, not. What didn't I do and, now? Oh, you're not listening, which is a shocker, of course. <laughs> it's like, okay, well, then I'm done, I guess. Yeah, well, then I'm, yeah. And, and, and so hard and like outside of the moment, I can totally understand. Like I get it that what you're doing is expressing your feelings. Mm-hmm. You're expressing your emotions. You're, not, you're expressing a hurt or whatever. And I totally get that. But in the moment, it feels like, well, yeah. I clearly don't. You're yeah. You're a failure. Ever kind meet of a your thing. standards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so. No, I get that. The answer to that, of course, is to. Yeah. Shut down. Right. Um, and clearly, we know it's not the same for everybody, but that's kind of how it works for us. Yeah. <laughs> um, and my personality, both like as a nine, 
shut down and avoid the conflict is is kind of the default anyway. Mm-hmm. And me as a four is, I am pretty much always in my feelings. Yeah. Yep. Dang, I'm like hardly. And you're hardly ever default. <laughs> like you're just, hardly ever in your feelings. How did we get no married? Work, with yeah. no work in it. Oh, my default is to. You know, I've I think I've gotten wiser and as I've gotten older and a little better at least understanding that. But I'm still it's still not like a natural. Oh, I'm to 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 notice my feelings like that takes work. Hmm. It's not like I don't like it. Like I enjoy emotional conversations and dig and getting into that. But it's just it doesn't come naturally. But I also think that's a, that I do think is a male trait. I mean, I will say Laura Can Doyle be. always said. At least in, from from specifics to women, she would say, pretty much don't ask a guy about his feelings. Like they don't, they're not yeah, wired I about just, like that way. I don't know. I mean, I know that's a blanket I'm statement. I'm sure that's a generality, but, and maybe that's true for a lot of guys. But I yeah. definitely know guys who aren't like that. No, that's yeah. I guess you can't really ever say that about anything, like totally. But, but yeah, yeah. No, because actually, even your son, I think, is way more feelings oriented. Yeah than you are and I'm sure part of that is because he has a mother like me mm-hmm. <laughs> and because I try to sisters. talk to him about a lot of that stuff yeah um I mean he's not one to necessarily just pour out all his feelings I do think that's part of right. being a man but it doesn't mean well, it's that also they part of being 18 and, right well for sure and me being his mother <laughs> it's not probably a typical thing they do uh but yeah yeah it's interesting mm-hmm well, I'm curious to know if anybody else out there can relate yeah. <laughs> to this. I'm sure everybody can relate to the self-care thing. Obviously, it might look different in their relationship. That is probably the reason, though, we did end up getting married is because I'm so... we're In a lot of ways, we're extremes of personalities, so putting them together was a good balance. <laughs> and you were like, wait, what? You do that? And I was like, wait, what? You don't do that? <laughs> and it was, in a lot of ways, I think for me, in a, like for you, it was almost probably making your life a bit more exciting. And for me, it was chilling my life out. Mm-hmm. Being married to a nine was like, oh, I can actually relax and not freak out about this. Right. And so clearly that's how we balance each other, I guess. Yeah, I would love to hear from you guys too. Um, maybe even just like if you've identified uh, some really good intentional self-care things that you like to do, mm-hmm. um, I would love to hear those. Um, and then... And then maybe even just some stories of how, oh my gosh, self-care, like without it. And maybe they call it something different. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, that's just the typical thing I've Me heard. Time. But yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> I mean, it could be just yeah. downtime or yeah. girl time, guy time, whatever it is you want to call it, I suppose. And I'd love to hear like also feedback about how intentional you are as a couple mm-hmm. with, you know, a, giving that space for your partner to have free time, um, giving that like almost, do you guys keep each other in check? How do you guys do that? How do you mm-hmm. handle like, Hey, you need some time. Yeah. We don't really do that. And we, yeah, sh- we, we probably should. Often. And that's, I'm sure in large part because <sighs> I'm still not great at it. Most of the time, let's be honest. We don't, if it requires money, we're not spending the money to go out and do it. Like, for instance, you and I go away on a trip, which we're dying to do. I know, I want to that so has bad. to be a way. We got to figure out a way to make that happen, which will be a self care thing for you and I together in our marriage, not just a thing by ourselves. Yeah. 
Marriage care. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's another one. <laughs> well, we'd love to hear from you. We are on Instagram at an awakening to love. Also on Facebook at an awakening to love. We'd love to hear from you. And um, you can even you can even leave comments on this uh, on the podcast mm-hmm. page. Um, obviously, we'd love for you to like. I don't know. You don't like, do you? You subscribe. Like our page, I guess. Yeah, and subscribe, rate, rate. And share. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be awesome. We'd love to expand the conversation to more and more people. We'd love to do that. Thanks for listening. Yeah, in the meantime, stay safe and healthy. Yes, stay safe. Hopefully, we're going to get through this soon. I was just thinking as we were talking, like, we, we've we heard several other schools in different parts of the country that are, have already said they're probably going to be virtual through fall. Mm. We haven't heard that here, but it's going to be interesting because yeah. the start of school is just around the corner, so who knows what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. But, all right. I love you. I love you, too. Thanks for listening, everyone. Thank have you. Have a good one.